Hello, my name is Lilian Ogazi, and this is Nigeria Daily. Boko Haram is running over Borneo State. Bandits are invading Katsina, Zamfara, and Sokoto. Gunmen are ravaging Plutu and Benue. And in the southeastern part of Nigeria, IPOB and the unknown gunmen are having a field day. It is no longer news of the activities of IPOB and the unknown gunmen in the eastern part of Nigeria. Anambra State has become the most heat of their activities. What exactly is happening in Anambra? Our colleague in Anambra tells us more. My name is Frank Isaleoja. I very trust correspondence in Aka. The issue is that there are, nobody knows is IPOB or thing. Okay. But the issue is the situation in Anambra is very terrible. It is very terrible that uh, people are just being killed as if they are slaughtering fowls and gold. A lot of things are happening and nobody is, uh, no, nobody is talking. The state government has promised to deal decisively deal with the, the, the corpses, but it appears that uh, nothing is happening. Okay. Even before the governor came of power, the, the governor threatened that he will be decisively with the, the government and uh, ask those in the bush to come out. And even there's another school of thought that uh, some of those people who are uh, revenue collectors in the state, who are, who are removed without alternative, you know, some of them could be conspiring together to bitching men on the people. Uh, and when the governor removed them, there was no provision to fill in those gaps. And this is where we are. Okay, so you're Today, saying that it's not IPOP. It might not be IPOP. We don't have, we don't yeah, know who is. Well, it might not really be IPOP. There are a lot of theories. The, those, uh, all those uh, businessmen who have moved from the... Uh, their source of livelihood without a, a public compensation and other things. The possibility of them being there. But uh, however, you cannot rule out the possibility of uh, the other people out of in the in your scenario. But the, the possibility of uh, all these people lining up to whatever is committed as a crime, they put it as a, a they target the same hyper uh, people. Okay. So how is the um, environment like in Anambra? Can you graphically describe what Anambra feels like at the moment? I, I recommend Amara's things. People are moving in fear. Nobody is happy about it around the state. The legislators. But the people in the state are in tension. Nobody plans in life. Some people don't even go home again. They are facing a state capital. It is a terrible situation that uh, a reasonable person will not even uh, uh, pray to God. But however, the city today in address, he said the police are going to take the battle to their various rooms. Because according to even the governor, he said he knew where all these black camps are. He's going to take the battle to them. So we hope by the time they take the battle to them from this night, we, know, uh, we hope uh, that uh, people can be sleeping with their two eyes closed. But for today, people, especially for Anambra South, they are in problem. Anambra are comprised of color by the governor's room. The local government is in problem. The killing there is on, on daily basis. There are stories in the papers, and then there are social medias. And we know that social media sometimes can convey information that are not true. Now, we're seeing graphic pictures that are daring and revealing things. And we also heard that um, a lawmaker was beheaded. Can you confirm this to us? Yeah, really, really. The man was kidnapped last week. Hmm. Last week, uh, in uh, precisely its own local government, you see the lawmaker representing the governor, Nagwata, hmm. uh, uh, state constituents, and the man is aspiring to go to federal house rep. 
As a journalist, based on what you are seeing, based on what you are observing that has been happening and based on reports you have been getting, you are saying that no specific people have been identified as the ones perpetrating these killings at this point in time as compared yeah. to reports saying that it's IPOB. Yeah, but even by today, the police say, I've not actually identified. Within the police say, can we say they are not, but they, are, they believe that some of them are people from the party. That is, it's going to the police say, even the people who are perpetrating crime are the sisters. Uh, that uh, it, it, it is not actually so it's IPOB. Even as other politics, political politics are involved, the answer was that they are not not too sure, but the one thing I can say is that uh, all these factors play together. The Apple has their own role. The people who are removed from revenue collection could have their own role, and uh, even the politicians uh, could have their own role. That was Titus Elewiki, our colleague in Anambra State, speaking. The activities of IPOB, or even the unknown gunmen as it is called today, are not just in Anambra. What is the situation in Imo State? Our colleague in Imo tells us more. My name is Jude. The Imo State Correspondent of Daily Trust Newspapers. There appear to be a reduced activity of IPOB in Imo State. The attention has now shifted to Anambra. We have read that um, in the last uh, one week or thereabout, they killed about seven people, including the lawmaker representing Aguata, who was uh, beheaded. But right now, as I'm talking to you, we are, we are all sitting at home. Okay. No thanks to IPOB activities. Uh, the activities of IPOB has sent around the spine of every southeasterner. Now, in Owere, the Imo State capital, not even an ant is outside. All of us are sitting at home. I think it's, it's more of, you know, fear of the unknown. Because when you go out, you will be looking at your shoulders whether somebody wants to attack you or not. So this situation here is so there that um, people don't dare move out. So how, of fact, of, how often does it sit at home occur? Well, um, you will recall that the whole of last week, we sat at home on Monday. We sat at home on Wednesday. And, uh, we, we sat at home on Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. Monday was a weekly sit at home. Tuesday, they said we should sit at home. Wednesday was uh, Carlos Court appearance. You understand? Today, too, is the usual weekly sit at home. On Thursday, we're also going to sit at home because um, we are told that Kano will appear in court on Thursday. So that situation we found ourselves in the Southeast. Every day we sit at home doing nothing. And you hence, know, activities are crippled. Commercial activities crippled. People cannot go to the market. People cannot even go and buy anything. People cannot even, if you're sick now, you're on your own because you can't go to hospital. That is the situation. It's as bad. 
So yes. we pray to God every more, every every time that you don't get into any trouble that will make you go out on some of those of those days, so that you don't get into trouble. But has anybody been reportedly attacked if they have gone out? Yes, yes. In fact, um, on Wednesday last week, some people were attacked by people who dared to open their shops. You know, people had to run away in, in far away Angara in um, Ishalamba, no local government. Some unknown government went to somewhere and attacked some boys. You know, and carried their machines. So you don't, you dare not go out because you are not sure of what will happen to you. So people will know. Even if you don't have anything to eat, it's better to live, to stay alive than 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 dead. The federal government can actually help in bringing this thing to an end. You remember the last time Kano appeared in court mm. and his bail application was uh, refused. And our president hampering on the fact that it's only the court that can set Namdi Kano free. The president can also, in his power, evoke what lawyers call knowledge prosecute to stop this prosecution and grant Namdi Kano bail. So that if, if even if it is how arrest so that people will know that he's outside the, the court, he's in his house, so that we know if actually these things can stop. From there, we can know who is actually causing these things. Because as it is now, there are a lot of fifth colonies. There are people who say they are IPOP. There are people who are mischief makers who are using this opportunity to cause trouble. People benefiting from this scenario. As I'm talking to you, you can't even go out to find anything to eat. That was Jude Onwamanam, our colleague in Imo State, Speaking, you are listening to Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust. You can listen to these and other episodes of our podcast on Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola and Unity FM 93.3 in Joss. We'll be going on break Tuesday. You are welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to this and other episodes on bossproud.com, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. In this episode, we're looking at the implications of the activities of IPOP and the unknown gunmen in southeastern Nigeria. Before we went on break, we had a chat with Daily Trust correspondents in Imo and Anambra states, respectively, who gave us in detail the security situation in their various states. What does the activities of these agitators mean for the future of security and southeast Nigeria? Can this metamorphosize into Boko Haram in the future? A security analyst tells us more. My name is Komarisali Udantate Mahmoud, Director of Security Salute Nigeria Initiative. Well, it is uh, uncalled for and it is uh, barbaric in the sense that in the quest for agitation, mm. people have resorted to killing innocent people, including uh, members of the uniform agencies, which ought not to be. Globally, agitations are made through peaceful methods, referendums, and popular vote. As it is today, even the political elite, industrialists, and other important people that forms uh, that state are not in support of these killings by what they call them unknown gunmen. Mm-hmm. And even the people that started the agitation have now receded that day because we know of after late Ojuko, we know of uh, Raf Uwazurike mm-hmm. who brought Masop. And this Kanu's uh, uh, IPOP uh, was a splinter part of Masop. And today, uh, Rap Wazurike of Masop has denounced that agitation and even calling for a northern uh, water view and uh, integration and all sorts of other things. So I think these are just uh, miscreants, disgruntled elements, and unpatriotic people who do not wish the good people of not only Anambra State, but the entire Southeast mm. well. 
Okay, so we've seen that this is also happening in all eastern states. Now, how about what's your take on the seat at home? Well, yes, uh, you see, the violation of their illegal seat at home mm. is also making it to escalate because I know of uh, videos I watch on social media where a particular person driving his islander was stopped and humiliated because he refused to comply. And for those that were not lucky, we are sent to early grave. As regards to that aspect, I also see the laxity of the security agencies because in a country of sovereignty, where you have the army, you have the police, you have other security agencies, and you allow bloody miscreants to overpower our well-trained and regimented police, army, navy, air force, DSS, immigration, civil, there are others. It is the laxity and nonchalant attitude of the security agencies that is making them to succeed. Okay. Therefore, they've taken the security of people for granted. Okay, sir. Now, we saw how Boko Haram and insurgency and banditry started gradually in the northern part of the country. Would you say that these unknown gunmen and IPOB are gradually towing the same light? Absolutely, absolutely. The Boko Haram what have you started from Mohammed Yusuf mm. after he was killed mm. by the police and uh, from there it started even when it was normal. Shekau took over and from there it metamorphosed uh, Iswap and all of others. If care is not taken, this unknown government syndrome is going to be worse than Iswap as well as Boko Haram syndrome in the northeastern part of the country and the armed banditry in some north central and northwestern states of Nigeria. Okay, so how can this be nipped in the bud so we won't have the same scenario in the north playing out in the southeastern part? Let, let there be synergy among the security agencies. Mm. Let there be enhanced intelligence gathering and sharing. Then again, let there be capacitation of existing security structures. When I talk about Existing security structures, both of the armed forces, the police, DSS, immigration, civil defense, and also others. In a situation where you see substitution of the security, only when the president, governors, and ministers are being escorted is not security. Henceforth, mm. let there be capacitation of outposts of police stations, divisional headquarters, area commands, state commands, zona commands, and their equivalents in the army, which are the air force base, army battalions, immigration offices, and also others. In areas where you have security and you don't capacitate them, there is nothing they can do. The weapons should be given to them, equipment should be given to them, their welfare, their moral booster, and periodical training. That was Comrade Sally Hudantata Mahmoud, a security analyst, speaking. The responsibility of the government is to protect lives and properties. Are they living up to that responsibility? Do people of southeastern Nigeria feel safe? God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening to everyone whose voices we heard on the show. We say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes of our podcast on dailytrust.com, bossprouts.com, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. You can even listen on Nas FM 89.9 in Yola and Unity FM 93.3 in Joss. If you intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily or if you have questions or comment, call us or send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. You can also reach us via social media handles on Instagram and Twitter at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now. Oh,